What's up, man? How's it going today? Excelente. Hey, did you oh. see what we do in the shadows? The movie. Uh, yes, yes, I did, and I saw it because of this TV show. Oh, uh, nice. well, I saw it. I think when it came out, but I was probably on my phone most of the time when I was watching it. And I didn't really remember it, um, or I was at my friend's house or something. But then when this show, I was planning on watching the show. I started went and saw the movie. Or didn't go anywhere to see the movie when clicked, <laughs> clicked the clicked the movie and turned it on. Right. Um. Real good, real real good. Yes, sir. Um, and that's Taika. Go Taika. Yes, sir. Good old Taika. He's um that guy can he can get he can he can get some people to act for him in uh from like kids. Yes. What and Jojo Rabbit right. and what Hunt for the Wilder people to. What Beanie? Well, Beanie, I guess is Beanie's not a kid, but <laughs> that's, <laughs> can we... that's Jonah Hill's what? sister. Best name in Hollywood? <laughs> Question mark. And she or... didn't change her last name. She didn't go by the the stage name. That's her real. That's Jonah Hill's real last name. Um, what is it? Beanie Feldstein. Oh, it, Feldstein. Yeah, I was going to say. I was. I wanted to say like Goldstein. Yeah. So. She's actually a pretty good actress. Um, and she's one of my favorite parts of the whole show. Yeah, actually, this whole and, show, and her scenes, the whole show's cast is fantastic. From Matt Berry to Natasha, what is it, Demetrio? Demetrio looks looks right to me. Harvey Gillen right to me. and Mark Proch, Proch, <laughs> Proch, Proch, all Proch, of them. Yeah. Kayvon Novak, they're all great. Matt well, Berry's actually kinda... my favorite. Well, what's kind of interesting too is most of these people I've I've not seen in anything except for Colin Robinson's character in like The Office. Oh, that's yeah. the I mean, all the other ones I literally couldn't really pick them out. I started clicking through and looking at them. I'm like, okay, I guess I remember them in a couple things, but overall, it's like these they really haven't um, been in a lot of things that I've seen, and I feel like I watch a lot of stuff. So yeah, I would say the only the only one that had kind of a bigger past was Matt Berry and he he was in a bunch of UK shows so nothing over here in the US but if you go back his uh Matt Berry who like I say was is my favorite character on the show um he's he had a bunch of um appearances in the IT crowd and um Garth Marenghi's Dark Place Toast of London I think that's on Netflix Mighty Boosh like bunch of British stuff and when you see him in those things all you can think about is his character and what we do in the shadows, which just made me laugh. Um, but the premise of the show is really very similar to the movie. And they, t- they take place in the same universe, which we don't find out until a later episode in season one where there's a council of vampires and we see the guys from the movie. So when I, had, when I watched it originally, I didn't know if it was a remake or if it was a reboot or what it was. But once they had that episode with the Council of Vampires, which actually, funny, funnily enough, that Council of Vampires episode is what got me to watch the show because um, a guy that I was working with just randomly was like, hey, did you know Blade was in What We Do in the Shadows? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, and it was in that episode where they had Wesley Snipes. And I said, oh, I have to watch good. this show. I had already seen the movie, but... I just didn't have any specific reason to watch the show. So when he told me that, I was like, done. I have to watch it. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, but what did you think about 
the show versus the movie? Oh, uh, I like both of them equally. Yes. You know, nine out of ten plus. Yeah. You know, nine plus out of ten. Um, liked them in a similar way, and really like what's pretty cool about the show is you see some people that you're like, oh, what Craig Robinson's in this, <laughs> Nick Kroll is in this, <laughs> and then that, and then that Vampire Council one. It's like, is that a Narnia character? Yeah. It's like that's a Narnia character, yeah. and I. I, I like didn't even necessarily pick up on it. Um, I just kind of thought they used the same one. I was like, oh wait, then you know the Westworld character, Evan Rachel Wood's character, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I get it. Um, I actually had to read it to double check, make sure I wasn't like going crazy. I was like, I, I think I'm getting the reference right. Um, before I asked you guys and got clown. Yeah, there's but, a know. ton of references to other things. Like I said, um, Blade. Paul Rubens was a vampire in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yep. Um, yep. There's like just a ton of of people. You show. are never a Buffy uh, person, right? Uh, not the show, but actually the movie. I was a big fan of of the ninety two ninety one movie when I was a kid. So it was it the the show just came out at a weird time for me because I was overseas, so I couldn't get like a lot of the TV shows. So if it if I was actually here at the time, I probably would have loved Buffy, but I came to it afterwards, and Joss Whedon was like, you know. A, a geek god at that point so everybody was always talking about buffy but yeah and the um what uh, another thing i like about the show is it feels like it's you know it's great right from the start mm-hmm. but it gets better and better and yes. you're like oh man it, it and they really keep raising the bar consistently and the, the final the final episode i mean my favorite character has to be guillermo de la cruz hey. you know this the 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 descendant of van helsing himself i mean <laughs> And just the way he like slips his way into just like easily killing uh, demons and vampires, and like the look he always like looks over at the camera when he accidentally like knocks like a vampire over and catches on fire from hitting the sun, and he's like, uh, uh, it just like so gracefully <laughs> kills them all. Then at the end, he fully embraces it. I'm really curious to see what they do. Like, you know, I don't know if I'm watching the show purely for the story, although although I do like the story a lot. But I actually am, you know, wonder if they're gonna go and like if he's going to kill vampires and the other vampires, except for his vampires, or if he, it's become a vampire and then he's going to start killing vampires. I don't, I hate that I actually am thinking this much about like the plot of a, a comedy on FX, but I am. Um, oh, and other FX shows, man, this is making, you know, FX is slowly, you know, not slowly. Yeah. But I think the last 10 years, yeah, you know, I think they're the best. Like they're it, the new AMC. Pound pound. Remember oh, when yeah, AMC yeah, had yeah. Breaking Bad and, was it Mad Walking Men, Dead? Bad, yeah, Mad Walking Men. Dead. Yep. I think FX is that now. Like the shows that are on FX are HBO level quality. That's me and our buddy Jeff. We always used to say, "Hey, is it HBO quality?" Like whenever we would talk about a show, HBO is the highest standard that we always held things to. So I think FX is there definitely. This show is one of I would put it in my top five shows on TV right now. Oh yeah. Oh and yeah. Yep. A lot of them are probably also FX shows as well. So, th- well, and, uh, some other FX ones too are like you know Sons of Anarchy, The yeah. Shield, yep. The Americans, Justified, yes. and those are four of my probably top fifteen favorite shows ever. Right, and that's like the the long history of FX. Even the stuff now, I think they're doing some great stuff on FX. But like I said, it's not even. I I think of them as HBO. I don't even think of them as oh, it's the you know, it's not HBO. It's it's below HBO. I think of nope. I think they're right 
on par with HBO. Anytime I see an FX, if it's FX, you know, branded, I'm like, all right, this is going to be good, you know. So I'm I'm definitely enjo- um, enjoying this show for what it is. The mockumentary style, when I first started seeing shows do that, you know, The Office was the first one that, that really gained popularity, and then everybody started copying it after that, Modern Family and, and everything like that. I, I can, it's like I'm halfway with it and I'm halfway not. It's like there's pros and cons to it because the original British office, there was actually a reason for it. Like they were doing a documentary and they acknowledged the camera and at the end they're like, all right, the documentary's over. Now it's time, you know, to change. But that just was so unique and, and such a standout thing that people started copying it and then just had no justification for yeah. Why are they talking to the camera? Why are, you know, why are we sitting down and doing these confessionals? So it's like I I I like the format of it, but on my brain sometimes I'm like, wait a minute, why is this happening? So it's like I'm I'm of two minds about it. I I like it and I don't like it. So Yeah, and I don't think they ever even explained anything with they're like, you might want to get out of here. Yeah. Oh, we left the camera crew yeah. behind. But, like, that's the full acknowledgement yeah. because it's never – Yeah, I mean, you'd imagine they'd be murdered real, real quick in both <laughs> of those situations. So – Yeah. Um, which I don't really – you know, it's – I don't necessarily care because mm-hmm. it's – if I cared about that, I'd have to care about, like, you know, some other things <laughs> in the show. Like, oh, why, is, why are there, you know, werewolves and <laughs> all these other things? Right. And I'm worried about the cameraman. So that's probably the main reason I'm not thinking about it. Yeah. Um, I didn't even realize that I think it's Jim the Vampire was mm-hmm. Mark Hamill. Oh yeah, right, right. Like until like a couple of episodes, like I was like when I was rewatching it, I was like, oh, this is Mark Hamill. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The, like I said, the cast is crazy, especially in that council episode. It's just you know, hit after hit after hit. Um, and even Taika appears, which he's yep. like an executive producer on the show, but he's not, you know. The movie was him and Jermaine Clement. That was like their baby. They they wrote it, directed it, you know, starred in it. And uh, Jermaine directed a couple episodes in the in the TV show, and you could see his his uh, sense of humor come out. I'm a big Flight of the Concords fan, so I always love anytime I see Jermaine in, in something. But it's like from top to bottom, there's no weak links in this. From the writing, the comedy. The acting, it's just top notch. I think that's why it's our, fa- you know, one of our favorites and one of our most recommended shows. Like when people ask me, "Hey, what shows?" Easy to recommend. Yeah, what shows should I be watching? It's like this is one of the top first ones I say is what we do in the shadows. Um, and even if you haven't seen the movie, you can still jump in. And the council episode is still funny, but it's like if you've seen the movie, there's just that extra layer. It's it's kind of like like when I watch a comic book movie or show and I have like a comic book background so there's things about it that I can call upon and say oh yeah I know where that character's from or I know that's from but if you don't have that background it's not necessarily taking away from whatever that show or movie is that's the same way with this I don't think if you haven't seen the movie it's not going to affect your your viewing but it just adds a layer to it so it just kind of makes it better for me yeah, and the um, they're only you know twenty four to thirty minute yes, episodes, yes. so two seasons. I think it's ten episodes each. Yep, yep. You can. I mean, I rewatched. I watched them when they were coming out in the second season, and then I rewatched both seasons in over the course of 
two and a half days um relatively easily yeah um enjoyed it even more the second time i've actually been <laughs> these so rewatching ted lasso and rewatching this i kind of think i am enjoying them more the second time around because oh. i also it's, it like some of these next shows i'm sure i'll start to rewatch i have even more time mm-hmm. in between like secession going back through has yeah. so much stuff going on with it i'm picking up on so much more stuff i'm definitely liking it more the second time so nice. it's pretty cool thinking about Although I, I, I don't really want to watch rewatch like The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. There's shit, certain that shit's, that shit's <laughs> yeah. There's certain shows that, like, like you said, that like this one is ten episodes or twenty minutes yep. each, twenty twenty three minutes or whatever it is, and you can get through it real quick. The comedy, you know, just makes you want to rewatch it, makes you want to laugh again. So that's another thing that adds to the rewatchability of it. So I'm I'm right there with you. I haven't rewatched it, but I probably should. I should probably go back. And uh, refresh myself because it is one of my favorite shows. It's actually getting ready to come back for a third season in May. Um, or I'm sorry, in May of last year, it got renewed for a third season. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think so, I saw the end of the summer. It's it's kind of are pointing to that release time frame. From I've looked at like a couple different uh, websites. Man, I can't wait because. 2019 was the first season. 20, last year, 2020 was the second season, and then now we're getting this third season. I wonder how long it's going to go because, like you said, the Guillermo storyline, he has the most character development. All the vampires are pretty much the same, you know, from start to from the first season to the second season. Guillermo is the one because he's the human and because he's like also supposed to be like the audience surrogate. Yep. Um, he has the most development. So it's going to be interesting to see. Is he going to, you know, turn on these guys? And, and how far are they going to go beyond that? Like, are we going to be watching season five and he's still trying to debate, you know, if he should kill him or not? So I'm interested to see how far they're going to take this. But, you know, as long as they want to go, I'm going to be. Yeah, I really in. enjoy the uh, constant uh, running joke of the none of the familiars ever getting turned into <laughs> vampires. And then like and then like Beanie's character, like just happens to she's like yeah i just met her last night and became a vampire he's like what <laughs> and you're like you just see guillermo like he's like i've been doing this for like 10 years i don't know if it was i know i think it may have, he said may have been 10 years or something like that yeah um yeah yeah that's right and then he finds yeah i it's it's just so it's such a high quality on all levels like yeah. the actors um the writing the comedy the it's super dark i mean in the way it's dark like but it's not a hard to watch dark it's like genuinely funny and it's yeah. always with that tone it's that taika waititi kind of like like still funny mm-hmm. um because i guess it would be jojo yeah so jojo rabbit's a good example of that too super dark yeah. um comedy that's probably his darkest one i can think of actually yeah that is. one's pre- that one's pretty dark yeah and this one is it's dark but in a horror dark and that one is kind yeah of like, man this is messed up this is kind of a yeah yeah the the horror dark is actually easier to swallow because it didn't actually happen the yeah. jojo rabbit one is like ooh, that's that was that's the worst part about this one. this one's like all right this is like fantasy yeah and vampires right. and stuff so it's really not and it's not torture porn or anything like right. that it's it's like uh, a body gets thrown into a uh, a wall and a bucket <laughs> of blood just splashes back at them it's like just it's not you know i think the special effects are pretty good too for it oh yeah show. oh yeah um they do a lot of good either you know in camera tricks or cgi and, yeah that was anytime he turns matt berry turns into a bat i start laughing actually him and um nadja 
are probably my favorites now that I'm thinking back on it. It's like, like I said, there is no weak link, but I just laugh anytime I hear their accents or anytime I hear them talking, even when I see them in other shows. Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> Tucson, Arizona. My name is Jackie Daytona. I just run a bar. <laughs> Yeah, Arizona. I'm an avid supporter of local high school volleyball. Dude, it's so that, good. Like that might that, be that mini storyline. Yeah, yep. That's probably that's what I was about to say. I think that is the Guillermo final scene is up there for me. The uh and but probably Jackie Daytona, that whole little storyline in episode is my favorite. Yes. Or like when Mark Hamill Jim the Vampire has the uh, talking fish and it like breaks. He's like, What? <laughs> and I think he thought it was like a real fish and or um, the nose so replaceables. Yeah, and we talked about the Ted Lasso theme song when we did our Ted Lasso episode. This one, you're dead, you're dead. Oh yeah, uh, so good. Yeah, that's one of my favorite theme songs. My uh, my wife actually sings it every time. Like every time the the song comes on, it's by Norma Tanega, an American folk and pop singer um, from the sixties, good old Vallejo, California. Yeah. Shout out Garrett. <laughs> I mean, he, he's not from Vallejo. I just, you know, California. <laughs> Them Californians, they all know each other, you know? Yeah. But that definitely fits, like, the show perfectly. So, shout out to the composer and all the people who worked on the, the music because I, I enjoy it very much. So, definitely, what we do in the shadows deserves its place in our rankings of, of best TV shows. Oh, yeah. Top 10. Actually, do you. You finished Justified, right? No, I I want to say I got three, either three or four seasons in. Okay, okay. Sons of Anarchy. I don't think you watched Sons, did no, you? No, that one I did not. Oh, <laughs> the Shield. Did you ever watch the Shield? No, and I've heard nothing oh, but good things about the Shield. The Americans. That one is at the top of my list of ones that I have not that, watched. So, that one might be worth like just like putting that one to the top. If you have to like watch the block of the representation of FX. The Americans might be the one. Okay, yeah, I want to. Man, I've had that on my list of of to watch. Like, I want to say it was on my Amazon, and I don't know if it was on my Netflix, but I've had it on whatever list it was on for like years, and I still haven't watched it yet. So I definitely need to get into that one. Definitely one of my favorite TV shows of all time, top ten for sure. And it, it's good front to the end, like Breaking Bad. Oh, Breaking up. Yeah, I mean, I have it. Nice. It's it's right up there with Breaking Bad for me. Okay, yeah, I definitely good old BB. Excelente. So, what we do in the shadows is our pick for this week. 